It's Advent. And we're hearing from the very first verses of the first chapter of Mark's gospel. It starts with John the Baptist calling us to repentance as we prepare for the coming of the Lord. When you think about it, for just a second, isn't it a bit odd? I mean, when we consider Christmas in just a few weeks, the immediate images that come to mind for us are Jesus, a babe lying in a manger, angels singing, shepherds' visits, wise men from the east, all images of hope, warm feelings in our hearts, inspirations and joys. So, unlike Matthew and Luke, why does Mark start his gospel not with the birth of Jesus, but with John the Baptist calling us to repentance? And furthermore, why are we hearing this call to repentance during Advent, just days before Christmas? Why is the church presenting this to us for our consideration in Advent? Let me tell you a story. From my first year of seminary in Rome, my father had just died. I had been with him and my family for six weeks before his death, and I was with him when he died. This was the beginning of my second semester over there. So after his death, I returned to Rome to try to catch up with all my studies at university. Seven graduate level classes that semester, including Greek, all with my classes being in Italian, and I was rusty due to being away for six weeks. I had to focus. I pushed down all the emotions surrounding my father's death. I hunkered down into my studies. Several weeks later, after my last final exam, I remember hanging out at the student lounge at the seminary. A movie was showing, portraying the life of a man who was dying of cancer. Long before Netflix, nothing else was available to watch that evening, so I sat down and watched the entire movie. It was providential. The movie dug up all the emotions I had pushed down. I walked out into the courtyard, shaken by many thoughts. My spiritual director just happened to be in the same courtyard at the same time. He walked up to comfort me. We took a walk and I spoke to him about how deeply I missed my father. Yet, for the past several weeks, I felt numb inside. I couldn't pray. I didn't feel motivated to speak to God. I was spiritually barren inside. I was afraid too that now that my father had passed, that from his place in eternity, he could look deep inside of me and then see for the first time my doubts, my fears, my questions, and that I was a sinner. Would he still see me as a good son? My spiritual director simply responded, it's time to let it all out. And it came out, pouring out for several minutes, to the point that I was bent over and just trying to catch my breath through the tears, not running down my nose. That evening was the beginning of a much overdue 
healing process. Not a one-and-done experience, but a journey I previously would not allow myself to take because I had, quote, too many things to do, unquote. Plus, I mistakenly believed that I could handle it. I didn't think I needed God to help me. Everything would be fine. It wasn't. I tell you this story from my own life as a way to try to attempt to try to answer why I think that Mark started his gospel, not with the warm fuzzy of the baby Jesus in the manger, but with John the Baptist preaching repentance as the way to prepare for the Lord. Also, I think it answers what our church is trying to do with Advent. Both Christ and his church, which he established over 2,000 years ago, both understand deeply the human heart. They know all too well that in order to grow in the spiritual life, sometimes the first steps are not the warm, pleasant feelings, but the broken heart and the need of a Savior, the need for a Savior. We can't grow until we begin to heal. Repentance is necessary for healing. Repentance is not just asking God for forgiveness of our sins. That's how we've narrowed it in the modern age. It is also about the desire for change. Offering the Lord our sins, letting them go, letting them out, letting God take them, removes the barriers to us drawing nearer to him. When we get closer to him, change happens for the better. And it often comes to us in the form of healing. Repentance, its true meaning from the Bible, comes to us through the Greek word metanoia. Metanoia means to change one's mind. Repentance is about allowing our minds to be changed. Only when we give, really give permission for our minds to be changed by Christ... Do we open ourselves to the possibility that our lives can be changed too? John the Baptist knew this. He was a deeply spiritually attuned person. Therefore, he preached repentance as a way to prepare the people of God for Christ's coming in the world. He knew that if we remained only with our own ways then that our own ways of thinking and behaving, they would never, we would never be able to recognize and accept Jesus when he showed up in our lives. The same thing happened to me after my father's death. I thought I could deal with all the loss and pain and corresponding emotions by staying busy and not thinking about it not thinking. I'd hope that the pain would just go away and that God would replace a very complex history with my father into a nice, warm, fuzzy thoughts and feelings and all would be well. I was looking at faith the way some of us look at faith, like magic rather than work. 
I needed to open my mind to a different way of thinking and my life to a different way of living. Let the pain come out, be changed by my father's death and be changed by inviting God into my pain and allowing him to touch my history, my present reality and my future with his healing hand. As Christians today, we have made Christmas into something other than Christ intended. Christmas was never meant to be just about joy and warm feelings inside, although that's part of it. Thoughts of Jesus as a cute little baby who came to show us how much he loved us. Not so much in the manger as on the cross is where he shows us how much he loves us. Christmas was never meant to be just about exchanging gifts, time with family and friends, although it's become that in part. A very real part of Christmas and preparing to truly celebrate it during the Advent season is to ask a question. The question. Why? Why did Jesus come into the world for me? What is hurting and broken in my life that Jesus needed to come into my world to heal it? What sins in my life or lies I've believed about myself have replaced my need for a savior? What is, what is missing in my life that Jesus knew I could not live without, without it, without him? Christmas was always meant to be about our recognition of our need for a savior, for healing, for restoration, for hope, for new beginnings, for a relationship that we cannot live without. I want you all to close your eyes. Let's everyone close your eyes and do this also in the live stream, those who are viewing. Just everybody close your eyes and I want to take you through a spiritual exercise. I want you to take a few minutes to think about your life. What is missing in your life? What is broken? What is hurting? Where is the pain? Is it something from years ago that happened to you or something that you did? or both? Is it a sin? Is it patterns of sin? Is it thoughts about yourself, like low self-confidence or low self-esteem? Do you feel like a fake, a poser, not living an authentic life? Do you feel like no one loves you or the person you want to love doesn't love you the way you need love? Are you feeling alone and lonely? Are you afraid and anxious? Whatever's coming to mind, whatever's willing, welling up inside of you, with your eyes closed, see it. Identify it. Let it out. Give it to the Lord. Take a few moments to give it to Jesus right now, but then take this 
away from church later on and spend some time in prayer with this exercise. But for now, ask him into it, to become a part of it, to join you in it. That's why he was born among us, to join our human condition. Allow him to use what you are experiencing now as a way for you to draw nearer to him, to change the way you think, to change the way you live, to truly set you free and set you on a journey, not a one and done, but on a journey of new life in him, new beginnings. With your eyes still closed, after you've taken a moment to identify what is welling up inside of you and give it to Jesus, then take another moment to see Jesus take from you what you offer to him. Do that in your mind's eye now. Whatever that is, offer it to him and have him take it from you. And then hear him say these words to you through my words. Hear him speak to you. It was for this reason that I came into the world, into your world. It is for you that I came. You are not alone. You have never been alone. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I have a plan for your life. I have a plan for your healing and your freedom. I have a plan for your future. Don't be afraid to give me your life, all of it, so I can give you the life you've always desired at the deeps of your soul. You, you are the reason I came into the world at Christmas for you.